sharing with me, Tawny, and her mom, Marielle. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Hello, welcome to another episode of Oversharing. It is Tawny. And I'm Maria. <laughs> that was great. Just so in case hype. you don't know, I'm Maria. <laughs> How's it going, girl? Happy Monday. It's going. I'm, I'm busy. I've been very busy. I'm trying to get my spring cleaning in. I know, that's right. I'm trying to get this yard together. Um, it's what going. a crazy transition going from a row home to half an acre, right? Pretty I'm much. overwhelmed. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah. Well, we've joked before about the leaves. Like, we had no idea how many leaves we were going to have. We have a lot of trees. Yeah. We had zero trees and zero leaves when Not we lived in Philadelphia. Not only a lot of leaves, though. Like, every morning you have to go out and look for, pick up branches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Small pieces. I mean, they're older trees. They're they are. They're huge. They're so big. So many you know, of them. And as you know, we still have two big, like, 10-foot or 15 foot logs by about, I mean, I want to say almost two and a half to three feet around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just chilling in the yard. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole lot. <laughs> and they're on the wrong, everything's on the wrong side of the yard. But we didn't know that it was the wrong side before because right. we've put everything on this side. Right, but there's a pool going up. So. Yeah, there's a lot going on. But it's just yeah. so crazy how different it is. You know, there's so many things that you don't think about. And we are, you know, we're now learning. <laughs> learning so, so much. <laughs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. Now I know how to till. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's know? true. Um, so we, the funny thing is, we have quite a few incidents that have taken place on planes recently that I feel like are worth talking about but as we were sitting down (laughs) another one came through it just popped up yeah so this is via TMZ that designer um is facing legal trouble so I guess is he a rapper or people are gonna be like you don't know who he is yeah I thought so okay so he's a rapper Anyway, let's get to what he did. So, is officially facing legal trouble for exposing himself on an airplane. The feds say he masturbated in front of flight attendants mid-flight and seemed pretty nonchalant about it. According to legal docs obtained by TMZ, the rapper's being charged with indecent exposure and the paperwork sheds more light on last week's bizarre incident, saying he had his penis out while sitting in first class of the Delta flight and was masturbating while in his seat. Flight attendants allegedly told him multiple times to stop, and he eventually was taken to the back of the plane, where he was monitored by two of his friends. The FBI (laughs) affidavit says a jar of Vaseline dropped into the aisle as he was getting up to switch seats. I hate when shit like this... Wait, (laughs) I have a thought, but my eyes just caught the word cootie, (laughs) and I know, so... After landing in Minneapolis, authorities say they spoke with designer who told them it all happened because he didn't really get much cootie while in Japan (laughs) and was brick hard when he got on the plane. (laughs) According to the docs, designer said he was aroused by the flight attendant and kind of showed her 
the magic stick, thinking it would give her encouragement. I hate when shit like this has these comical elements to it, because on the like on the forefront, the big issue here is that everyone that had to be a part of this was assaulted, you know? But, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's his attitude, or, like, his attitude about it is what's really the thing here. Are, are you there? I'm here. There? <laughs> I'm here. So this, this, I hate that, that it's funny. I know, I, do, I know. Because, because it makes it I'm feel a like, victim of this. It makes you feel like you're making light. I'm a victim of a man Same, coming yeah. into my workplace. I was on a bus. You know what I mean? And trying oh my God. to. So many women have these stories. That's so crazy. Yeah, I was 16. I was, I think I was 14. But anyway. I, um, that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, the audacity. And why didn't you go to the bathroom? <laughs> the least. He'd and so- hold on. If his friends were monitoring you in the back, where were you? Who who was sitting next to you where you were sitting yeah. before? Well, he was in first class, so I don't know if he, mm. you know what I mean, was individualized. I don't know. But he did release a statement that says, for the past few months, I have not been okay, and I've been struggling to come to terms with what is going on. While overseas for a concert I performed at, I had to be admitted into a hospital. Mm. I was not thinking clearly. They gave me meds, and I had to hop on a plane home. I'm ashamed of my actions that happened on that plane. I landed back to the States and I'm admitting myself in a facility to help me. I will be canceling all my shows and my obligations until further notice. Mental health is real, guys. Please pray for me. If you're not feeling like yourself, please get help. Well, now that, well, I mean, what more can you really ask for or want, you know, after you an incident like that? I couldn't. Absolutely and now not. I say I'm so sorry for what the people had to see and go through and maybe even be, you know... Not want to be on a plane anymore. Be in a closed space, you know. Being traumatized is real. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's different for everyone, you know. Like Absolutely. We live in a world where people feel like their scope of life and their pain threshold is what everyone else around them should be living to their standard at and all times. And they're so wrong. And they're I very can tell wrong. you right now, you're absolutely right because um, I'm a woman and... and we all know that sometimes men think they can handle pain more. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't go through half of the shit Mm-mm. that Mm-mm. we go through when nope. it comes to pain. I had two babies. I know that's right. Anyway, this guy, w- what's his name? Designer. Well, I hope Designer gets yeah, all gets the, the help, help that he needs. needs and, and can you imagine, like, I just know from back when I used to drink way too much, when you come to and you've done something just completely unthinkable like embarrassing and you have to deal with all the shame and yeah that right but i wonder how long it took him like at what point did his dick just go down you know what i mean like he was hard like they stopped him just because someone interrupts you i can't imagine (laughs) that i mean i don't have a dick you know what i mean right um but just based off blood flow alone right i'm wondering like at what point did it just go down and be like, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm done with this. I, you know what I mean? Like, did he walk off the plane with a boner? You know. I don't have the answers to that one. Okay. <laughs> but good thoughts. Yeah. All good thoughts. Yeah. Um, on other planes recently. Oh so God. this was actually the first. 
this was like the, the first plane incident i feel like that we've we've been exposed and you, to and you as you came late. across it i did on twitter right um i do have to so toronto blue jays pitcher anthony bat Bass, base, whatever, leashed out at United Airlines, claiming a flight attendant forced his pregnant wife to clean up mid-air mess left by their toddler daughter. So I had saw this, I came across it on Twitter, and I'm not familiar with him as a baseball player, but I do know that his wife is also the sister of Jesse James Decker, who's like a country music star. I think she was on a reality TV show. Um, her husband is also maybe football. Oh, Okay. I don't know. Everything's mushed in my brain right now. So famous. But yeah, exactly. But th- I think what initially had people going off and why this went so viral, aside from, I mean, he does have the platform, is the way he worded the tweet, the way he posted it. The made presentation. It, the presentation, yeah, made it seem as though he was present for this incident. So the tweet said, the flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? And there's a picture of the two girls sitting in their airplane seats. And then you can see the popcorn mess is on the floor next to them, kind of extends beyond the chair in front of it a little bit. Um, right. Yeah. Actually in, into the uh, aisle a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's in the aisle. It's mm-hmm. in, If there's a person behind them, then it's in their space as well. Right. Um, so the presentation of the tweet made it seem as though he was there, like right. witnessing it. So, of course, a lot of people's response was like, you can help your wife. Pick it up. <laughs> like, why are you even, like, why? <laughs> so how, first, let's start here. How do you feel about this situation? Like, who do you feel is wrong? And who, who do you feel is responsible for cleaning up the popcorn? That's number one, I guess. The parent. I agree with you. As a nanny, too. Like, I agree with you. I feel like everything the child Whoever does is, is my responsibility. for the children on that plane yeah. are responsible for everything that that child has created, if it's a mess. Um, yeah, that's the way I feel. And as a parent, I did that. I, didn't, I did that in restaurants. If you guys made a mess on the floor, I cleaned it up. Yeah. You know, I cleaned up the table. And we still do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... A way it's trip not that you, fair. That, and there's a trickle down. Yeah. You know, because I worked at Olive Garden for years and we would get families obviously coming in there all the time. You get young kids. And sometimes the messes, I mean, we're talking broken crowns all over the place and then throwing whole pieces of food. Just, I'm not talking, like you spilled drinks and shit happen. Pasta. Yeah, but I'm talking like globs of food yeah. on the floor, around on the, the child. Seats on the seats and Mm -hmm. what happens is not only now is our station taking longer to be cleaned up so then it's going to take longer for that area to be sat which is what we want we want the turnover so we're losing money in that sense but also in cases where there's busters i feel like restaurants are so different now Mm -hmm. than what they were when i was in them but in the case of busters the waitresses are tipping those busters out right and you know like sometimes you're in situations with busters who are holding on to that and they're like right. well table you know 85 was extra messy tonight right. and it's like that's not my fucking fault right so it is, there's like a trickle down yeah, I to agree. it but i yeah i agree obviously there's been situations i've been in plenty of spaces where i've been with the children out in public and their parents have been there and i still take it as my full priority mm-hmm. 
you know, because that's what I'm there for. <laughs> like, right. And when you're a parent, it's your child. So a lot of people gave pushback, though, with the idea that she's 22 weeks pregnant. Allegedly, some people said high risk. I don't know if that was confirmed, but people were like, she's practically disabled at 22 weeks. How can you expect her to clean up after her children? Hold on. <laughs> and you, you know what? Yes. But if you're practically disabled at 22 weeks pregnant, why are you traveling alone with two small toddlers? Yes, small children. Two. And it's not for lack of money. You could have... You could have hired someone just to take the flight with you or a nanny. I agree. I don't want to play that game. I know. She's this. There are so many women out here that have worked up to their day of of giving birth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to discount anything in in their life. No, because everyone's... Knock knock off the nonsense. Everyone's pregnancy... Pick up after your kids. Experience is different, you know? So it's not... It's not to judge what she may or may not be feeling. Exactly. But you're right. At the same time, there has to be a little personal responsibility. If you're not fit to take this trip with these two kids, you're you're putting yourself in a bad situation, an unsafe situation. And the baby. I mean, everything. Yeah. What happens if one of those kids, you know, darts off? And you, you can't chase them down a plane, you know, and then so, you're yeah, creating I don't a situation. Know where, you know, I don't know where the high risk came in at. You know, some people like, you know, it's whisper down the lane. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but that to me just seems like someone was embellishing to, you know, give a little pushback on why she didn't clean up behind her children. Just pick up the popcorn. So the first interaction that's right under the picture, what's crazy is this picture has 79.1 million views. This is where we are as a society, right? But anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) someone said, genuinely curious who should clean up the mess your two-year-old made. As a parent of three kids, I am the one responsible for them. And he responded, the cleaning crew they hire. And somebody responded again i'm a flight attendant with a major we have cleaners for our aircraft and i wouldn't wish this on them some airlines the flight attendants clean between flights just because they both do clean does not mean you can trash the aircraft as you please agreed 100 percent. yeah i think too um hold on let's 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 just look at this as a safety issue okay, okay? because i work in an environment where every second of my day I have to worry about a safety issue. Right. Okay. That's popcorn. All right. People can trip over it. It can get stuck under in yeah, someone's shoe. That's true. You know, I'm just, and I'm not trying to be dramatic. Nitpicky, yeah. yeah. And I'm not. I'm just, I just don't understand any other thing than the mother should have cleaned up the shit. I can't, <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, I mean, if there are, I mean, I wonder how many comments they are. It's just like, Oh, the cleaning crew? Did someone really say the cleaning crew should be responsible? (laughs) The cleaning crew. That always blew my mind when we were younger, too, right? So I remember going to the movies with Daddy was, like, a thing. Like, going to the movies was a huge... I knew. I knew you were going to bring this up. Going to the movies was a huge production. Because, as we all know, going to the movies is expensive. Yes. Um... We all know the trick of hitting up the dollar store, which in Philly, we're lucky. It's right next door to the movie theater and our other movie theaters are in our malls. So easy peasy. And, you know, you just bring all your snacks in. But you got to get the popcorn. And if you're going to get the popcorn, you have to get a big soda. Like there are certain things you have to get. And especially when we were younger, 
the more like exclusive candies right. were at the movie theater mm-hmm. that you couldn't get other places. But anyway, it always amazed me the way people would just leave their trash behind. Um, concerts are very similar. Baseball games. My dad would have my ass. Like, no... We've talked before how my dad was about playgrounds. And we don't leave a mess. No, but I just can't imagine. Like, why? Why can't you just pick up the cup that you brought inside and and throw it away? Because they have that mentality that the cleaning crew should do it. And you know what? If the cleaning crew had to spend less time picking up something big and something full of fluid that you could have taken to the trash, they'd have so much more time to sanitize and truly clean the place the way that it's done. But they come out and it's like, you don't even realize how how many trash bags one family leaves. They do it in parks. You know, it's just... Throw your trash away. I don't get it. We were we were driving behind someone yes. recently, and they were just steady throwing McDonald's trash out the window. <sighs> I was so mad. I'm not do down you, for that. I'm no, not down for do the litter. Do not be a person who throws trash out your window. That I'm is disgusting. I'm not down for the litter. Um, that is I literally, gross. as I'm, you know, I'm I'm building a compost in yeah. my yard for the leaves. Yeah. I just because it's just too many, and I just when I read it, it said, you know what, just give it back to the ground. So I literally, as I'm blowing leaves and getting all the leaves together, I literally have to pick out every single piece of paper and yeah, stuff. Yeah, all the trash you know, that stuff blows. that just blows, yeah. Yeah, we live near a pretty busy road, so we get a lot of the debris. But I just can't believe how many people just leave their shit behind. Even when we go, we, we where did we drive? Well, when we stay in hotels and stuff, I get when I get out, I, 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 and before we get in the car, mm-hmm. I inspect the tires. Remember, there were t- the people put glass bottles now. I know, and I was like, wait, we have to move the bottles. Like, who you, you just gonna walk up behind my car and leave a glass bottle that you're done drinking next to my tire? Yeah, what the fuck? I just never understood just leaving <laughs> trash places. No, like I'll carry it forever or I'll put it in my pocket, I'll come home with a purse full of trash. It's just a weird thing. And then, so even weirder, so staying, we're still on the planes. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Wow. <laughs> we are. We're wow. still on the planes. As South, you actually brought this one oh my to my attention before we sat down. A Southwest Airlines flight was delayed because of spilled fried rice. <laughs> a Southwest Airlines flight, oh, it's repeating it. Uh, Jennifer Shaper, who went to, who was the Atlanta to Houston flight, tweeted, they're refusing to leave the gate until someone cleans the rice. So this one, I'm also sorry that it has so much comedy to it, but uh, someone, when they were all loading onto the plane, <laughs> someone spilled a container of fried rice. And in the pictures, you can see that it's, in the it's in the aisle. It's a large amount of rice. It's a good amount of rice. It's like a pint. But Definitely like a pint. What transpires next, though, is what makes the story. Or a court. I'm in a court. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The flight attendant screamed, "Who spilled the rice?" And was walking up and down the aisles. They're refusing to leave the gate until someone cleans the rice. She said eventually a flight attendant got a broom and cleaned the rice up herself. She has let us all know that we were not raised right and she is disappointed in all of us. But in the video, you also see that at some point she laid napkins. Yes, she did. On well, this went on for an hour. <laughs> oh my God. It was delayed for an hour. 
and not one adult or child or any human on that plane plane said a word. And she just continuously interrogated them? Like, who spilled the rice? Who spilled the rice? That's what the video looks like. (laughs) (laughs) And the pilot's like, okay, well, I'm not leaving until the rice is cleaned up. Wow, that feels so, I know everyone can probably remember this moment, like when you're in grade school and somebody does something wrong and everyone's keeping their mouth shut, mm-hmm. but then the teacher's just laying on punishments. Oh, yeah. and or me. gym, and then you have to run because of somebody. <laughs> Come on, yeah. And I am the nosiest bitch alive, so like I always knew who did the thing, mm-hmm. you know, but I wasn't fucking saying nothing. Mm-hmm. You think I'm going to be the snitch? So I bet that's how people on the plane do. Like imagine, what would you have done if you were on the rice plane? If I, if. And I would not have spilled the rice and not cleaned it up. If I was a passenger on that plane, I would have asked the, uh, the stewardess, is that what they call them? Not anymore. They're flight attendants. The flight attendant. I'm sorry. I would have asked the flight attendant just to give me, you know, a dustpan and a broom and I would have cleaned it up. You would have taken the heat. Yeah. No matter where I was sitting on the the plane. Absolutely. Yeah. What if the other people thought that you were a liar and they thought that you really were the spiller but you were just acting like you were a good person and not like what if they taunted you i would tell them to fuck off <laughs> i'm just they saying that can... wait you're gonna taunt me i'm here cleaning it shut your fucking mouth or i'll dump it back on the floor and sit back down you want to play you know what flight attendant i got you it is interesting you guys weren't raised right <laughs> Yeah, truly. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's funny. I mean, it is interesting. I wish someone would. That no one. I wish one... someone. And that's the thing. You know, and I'm not saying that, you know, oh, I'm I'm just the nice person. It has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? The, the woman was trying to make a fucking point. Yeah. Even if it was a child, the child was there with an adult. And that's what we have to do. We have to take accountability for ourselves. And if everybody took accountability for their own shit, how great of a fucking world would it be? I know. Just pick up your own shit. Take care of you. Speaking, like, even if it was a child, that child that's with an adult, even going back to the popcorn, I mean, the mom really could have asked the child to clean up that popcorn she just could have gave it her a little baggie and been like you need to clean up your mess and then whatever the child didn't get because obviously you know kids can only perform to their ability she cleans up the rest or even ask the older child to help her you know like remember i can assure mommy's pregnant like i didn't get to see the whole thing but i can assure you if someone had made an effort to ask the child to get up you know, I mean, if the parent had made an effort, the person behind there would have helped. I think so, too. I think people are maybe we're naive, but I feel like people I would have helped. are more apt to help than not. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I, I feel more apt to help. Like I traveled with children. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? We, Not you. You you, you, were, you were a great traveler. We've never been on a plane together. No, though. but, you know, we went on trains oh, we've and driven buses a lot of and places. driven. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a flyer. I know. I don't even that's know that I'm I was, still a flyer. You know, I don't know that I That's what I was going to say. Like, we've never even flown together. But me, I'm not really a flyer either. Like, I, um, I would prefer to drive places. Mm-hmm. I like... We even went to the same place and didn't fly together. When we went to Vegas, we Wait, took we two different We still haven't flown together. Did we? Just said twice that we have never flown together. Babe, keep up. We haven't flown together. No. (laughs) Um, Wow. (laughs) But 
I'm, I like driving. I like the control. I like the leniency of it, though, as well. You know, I like the experience Wait. of driving. Babe like hun or babe like the pig? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I don't want to dwell this all day long and wonder what was happening. <laughs> I would have taken it through the day with me. <laughs> babe like hun. Like babe. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All I right. forgot about the pig. <laughs> okay. That's Charlotte's Web, right? I know. Yes. Is all that all the same? Charlotte's Web. <laughs> or it's like based off Charlotte's Web. People are gonna be like, "No, what are you idiots talking about?" I don't remember, about? but I know that Babe is a pig <laughs> and Babe Ruth, and I knew you didn't mean that. <laughs> Baby Ruthie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. What the fuck? I feel better now. What were you, t- anyway, you were talking about? We were, talk- we were talking we were about how popcorn? we don't even like to fly, so right. we drive places. Right. And it's not that any of this is any of our business. No, nothing's our business. But, you know, we. <laughs> I, I do like to comment on stuff, and I really want to know, like, I don't really want to read the comments, I guess, because sometimes they annoy me. Yeah. You know, especially when I they're not something that I agree with. <laughs> Isn't it so annoying when people don't agree with you? Well, and it's but here here's the deal. It's when they don't agree with me and I know I'm fucking right. I know it's facts. I know I can prove it. I, you know what I mean? That. And then they're like and I'm like, well, "You're you're just fucking dumb." Girl, that I has don't been say my, it. My whole life. Oh yeah, probably with you people. To me. Yeah. You people. <laughs> with you gaslighters. That's so funny. It's funny. I do that to myself sometimes. I'll be going through the comments and then I just, people are so stupid. People are so stupid. MTG. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> the stuff that people fall for really makes me laugh. And then back to like the beginning, I hate that it's comical. Right. Like I hate that you guys are so stupid that it's funny because I don't want to laugh about it because it's also terrifying. It is. <laughs> but it is. sometimes it's really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm sorry. It's really fucking funny to me that for the past four or so weeks, men have been shooting up like boxes of Bud Lights (laughs) (laughs) over a 48 second ad with a trans woman. That shit is so funny to me. I they really acted like Budweiser was like, halt on production. We are now infusing every single can of Bud Light with the gay gene. Oh, yeah. You will be gay oh, yeah. if you take a sip. They oh, yeah. literally made one can mm-hmm. with Dylan Mulvaney's and face on it. And they didn't know. They don't, they don't research anything. Yo, Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid, Kid Rock got on all badass. Grandpa. Grandpa Rock. You know what I mean? And he <laughs> was... Rock. He is a grandpa. You're right. You know, and he was like so fucking mad... But, 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 there were a lot of people in political things that had a hand in that were using their platform. However, did you notice it quieted down all of a sudden? It did. Do you know why? Tell me. Because there are donors who said, back the fuck off. Really? Bush. Bush is a well, part of this. What's funny you know, they to me? They could be giving to both sides. So, if you're looking for some obscure reality TV to dive into, the Anheuser Bush family did a reality television for like one season with their kids. I think one of them's named Bucky. They have like a bunch of kids. 
Wait, Bucky Bush? <laughs> I'm, well, I think it's like William. Like, it's like Billy Bush. Like, I really, I think so. Um, but anyway, they did like a short reality series. I guess it just didn't get picked up again. I swear it was on MTV. This is Let's not. Let's try to find it tonight. We should. This is not something I made up. And I'm telling you, these seem like the kind of people that have Trump flags in their yard. Oh, I bet. They really do. I bet. So, but that just goes to show. But it doesn't mean that there's not people in the family that are pro-life. <laughs> what do you mean? You mean pro- pro- Pro-choice. I yeah. mean, like just pro-choice about people. Like it could be- that support human rights. No, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. But it what the whole thing. It was interesting to me, especially because all Dylan did was a forty eight second ad for about March Madness, and it was just silly. It was just like March Madness. I had no idea that had anything to do with basketball. And then Bud Light sent her a can, you know, with the pride flag and her face on it as a thank you for recognition. And people lost their shit. They did. I was excited personally. I was like, oh my God, they're going to make rainbow beers. Like, right, that's right, adorable. Right. Can I get one of those cans? What a great summer can. Right, right. It has so many colors. I mean, one, this is how crazy it is that this one ultra conservative dad went as far as to brand his own beer, ultra right beer, as rival to Bud Light after Dylan Mulvaney controversy. If you have a couple seconds, please Google it and watch the commercial. Because, first of all, He's coming out of a public restroom, which I don't know what the fuck conservatives think goes on in public restrooms because some of the conversations I've been hearing, it's weird as hell. Yeah. But this guy's drinking People a beer in one. washing their genitals in the <laughs> at sink. At the sink. This guy's drinking a beer in one. And he comes out and, you know, he puts a Bud Light on the, the baseball tee and he ends up knocking it out of the park. But he makes <laughs> conservative dad's ultra-right beer. Um, and, like... I just don't understand how people don't see that they're being scammed. Uh, first of all, a lot of people who specialize in this kind of thing came forward and said, they're, you're most likely drinking a Bud Light. Exactly. Like, you're most likely just put drinking. A label on it. It's a white label product, mm-hmm. and they're just putting a different label on it. Mm-hmm. And you're being tricked. And it's amazing how much money people make off of just Isn't buying. Isn't it like $24.99 a six pack? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think uh-huh. it's like twenty something a six pack, yeah. and then after shipping and it's stuff like that, it's like thirty five dollars. I would never spend my money on that. I don't go. I don't care. Just so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> I'd rather have Dylan's face on it. Imagine I don't care. being so upset. Over... I think Dylan's Dylan's cute. Yeah. I don't listen to her. I don't follow her. It's not There's your demographic. That, she's not my thing. Her right. voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's but, she's also not trying to appeal to 53-year-old women. She doesn't exactly, care. But I don't hate on her. <laughs> no. Because you know that I mean? takes a lot of energy. And, and well, that's the thing. Dylan has a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. I'm saying it takes a lot of energy to hate on somebody. It does. I don't know why people do it. <laughs> I don't get it either. And also, Anheuser-Busch is like a huge company. You know, that has so many other different beers and stuff. It's yes. just silly. What a silly thing. I think it's hysterical thing. that they wasted their money. To buy the product. To, yeah. and to then there's one ruin guy, the product. I don't even mean to jump off from you, but since we're talking about no, the beer. No, go there. This one guy was in a grocery store and he had. Oh, he, he was had, raging at the Walmart. He, yeah, yeah. And he had like all of the glass doors open. He's just throwing the cases of cans and throwing the cases of cans. The bush it, light, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he, he was obviously arrested. Like, is it worth it? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. It's, and it's wild that they're, man. they're, <laughs> hey, white man, what's going on? I want a date. 
I want Don't do everybody. It. I want everybody to be available. But wait, man, what's going on? I I know. <laughs> I Fuck. they seem very upset. Um, yeah. <laughs> the see, I'm not afraid of lesbian women. Right. Do you know what I mean? But I, I feel just like gay women. I think right. you can just say. I don't okay, think. Let me, I'm I think lesbians like. A, I'm not afraid of gay at all. <laughs> no, Do you know what I mean? There's no reason to but be. I, I wonder if again, if you're not interested in gay people, you're not their demographic. They're not looking for you. <laughs> but but I feel like that. I feel like that is what the problem is. Is that there are there are humans out there that think because someone's gay, they want something to do with them. They don't want nothing to do with you. I mean, that's, especially if you're not fun. Right. You know what I mean? Like for you're real. So, like yeah, you're mean. why are you putting yourself? in someone else's space i don't like you then get the fuck out get away you know what i mean but that is such a that is like such a 90s gay trope too because i remember that was such a thing with men that god forbid what if i'm around a gay man and he hits on me like okay like who who even cares right and it's really funny to me that men are acting like you know their ego strokes are dependent upon the gender of where the compliments are coming from like they do not care like Men only take other men's compliments serious anyway. Right. Like, they, they act like they care about women's opinions and women's feelings, but they don't. Like, all their special things, that's that's for other men. Like, right. their their respect is for other men and the things that other men are able to do. And commitments. So, like... I cannot. I have y'all a basketball gay, game. I cannot miss that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I had... It's a child's baptism. <laughs> no, I had to get drinks with the boys. Do you not understand loyalty and friendship? I had to get drinks with the boys. Mm-hmm. You and the baby are secondary. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Had to go. Give me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Is dinner ready yet? No, I just don't... I don't understand. I can't imagine being that just that upset over something that literally doesn't affect me <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. I agree. I it find just, it comical. I, I, but I and hate I'm, that it's funny. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> That's the theme today. But I do wonder, though... Um, like, if it was not just for fun, you know, these videos of seeing these people go the fuck off, if yeah. that's real shit, then there are real problems going on right there. You, you know what I mean? And that's real shit. That's where and I... And that's the scariest part about it, you know, and I'm I'm not trying to trail this off, but they're allowed to have guns, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> No, that's what I get most confused about because it's the same group of people who are like, it's not the guns, it's mental health. But then this behavior right here, like going into a store and trashing a display case because the company chose to, you know, represent trans women for a brief moment in time. Mm-hmm. If that enrages you so much that you have to destroy property, that is a mental health issue. And you're right. That guy probably does have access to guns. Right. Um... Well, Kid Rock used a, used a, a high-powered gun yeah. to destroy beer. Yeah, and, like, why do we not... Isn't that a mental health issue in itself? Like, why are you carrying so much rage that you have to destroy property? You know, Or right. are you doing it for the thrill and the fun and the likes exactly. of it? Which can be argued as a mental health issue in itself, mm-hmm. you know? We have we live in a society... It's dangerous, though. ...where it's, so it's many dangerous. people are performing. They're mm-hmm. performing for... The cameras. <laughs> ...notoriety. Yeah. In a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean... I, I just feel like that behavior, though, you know, Kid Rock being a grandfather, you know, anybody who 
likes to say that they like children, you know, whether they want them or not, you know, just not just playing around with guns in, in such a just a stupid way. Oh, let's just blow up on the fucking beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Grow up. Yeah. And I know it's a guy thing. No, but, it's not, though. It's not. Know, it's yeah, not it's a just guy thing. stupid. They want, that's what they've tried. It's not a guy thing because a guy, a boy can easily be born and exist his whole life um, as a man and never come in contact with a gun. That happens all the time. I'm sure there are plenty of people in the world who have never touched a gun, seen a gun, and the been people that's with a gun. watching it, and the people that idolize Kid Rock and the whole Colt 45 thing, Colt with a C. I don't know what Oliver Colt they wanted, but it's <laughs> Colt with a C. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> just let me just stop right there. <laughs> what else you got for us? <laughs> Help me out. No, that. It's just all very crazy. But speaking of, (laughs) you know, sharing spaces, because that is where so many of these problems seem to come from. Like, like what happened? Maybe did we all go, you know, into COVID and handle it however we handled it? And then the world opened back up and now people just don't know how to exist amongst other people. Yes. It just feels. Yes. And then at a time where everything's already so pressurized, I just, it's like we're all living on eggshells and it's very unnerving because I get back to the mental health and the guns. It is very unnerving. It's, it's strange to live in a time where you could piss somebody off to the point that they shoot you because they don't like the color you're wearing or it's such it's weird or ring your doorbell or that people are well sorry i can't even (laughs) yeah or that you know that you can say something it's such a the divide too comes from people not being able to to discern what is actual like dangerous bad behavior and what is people making learnable mistakes right that's what it seems to be that people have a very broad spectrum of what should be okay allowed dismissed behavior and what should be actually taken into account when considering what we do with people in society right you know that's what it seems to be there seems to be an imbalance somewhere like we're not all operating from the same absolutely not i mean we can't all operate from the same spot but that brings us back. This one, this is a conversation that I did get involved in on Twitter, this next plane incident. So um, they were grounded. So they're stuck on the plane, right, for 45 minutes with a crying baby. Crying. They, I don't know if the age was ever specified of the baby. We're talking somewhere baby, infant to toddler. Um, this, so a man on the plane got himself so upset that he's now screaming. And it's at the point that he's like... He's allowed to scream. Why can't I? Did he pay extra to scream? Like, you know, if that motherfucker can yell, like, it was getting bad. And the other adults on the plane were just kind of, you know, there's a lot of different angles where this is being recorded from. And the flight attendants were getting real annoyed because anyone who's dealt with children knows that if you already have a child who's upset, being more upset or them hearing more chaos is not really going to calm the situation down he was very loud he, he was, was real the, loud. and i mean the man the yeah. grown <laughs> ass man like had to be like at least 40 or over oh hell yeah he he definitely threw a tantrum and yes. you and you could tell the change in the baby 
the louder he got, the more upset this child. It was a different. Got. It was a different cry. It was definitely. You could tell. I, was I feel like I could cry tell. at that point. Yeah. yeah, I raised two kids, and I yeah. was in this situation. So, yeah, I think when people listen, I've been a nanny for twelve years. No one is ever debating that kids are annoying. Right. Kids are annoying. <laughs> like people are annoying. I'm annoying. Yeah, people are annoying. We are all fucking annoying. Fuck. No one's saying that we're not. And no one is expecting someone to be able to sit in a closed space for 45 minutes with a screaming child and not be upset. Right. That is normal. But the reaction to it, the screaming, I just don't see how any logical person could think that that is going to help the situation. Mm -hmm. And then I got into conversations and people were saying, but yeah, if that man is overstimulated, if he doesn't have the tools, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, yeah, but he's the adult. So isn't that his problem? Like the baby is being exposed to these different public spaces so that the baby can hopefully learn these tools. Like that's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Our children are, 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 are ours and they're existing in the world so that we can teach them how to exist as adults in common spaces amongst other people. You know, you're supposed to be teaching things like outside of just kindness and respect, you should be teaching them things like how to self soothe. Right. You know, um, I am someone who gets overwhelmed very easily and overstimulated and it can be anxiety inducing, but I got to fucking deal with it. Right. <laughs> like, you know, and just imagine how the parent or the person that had oh, that baby in their arms, imagine how they, how felt. they were feeling. And then again, however, that person is feeling is what that baby's going to, you know, turn yep. around and mimic, you know, they're, they are little humans, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're taking on everything we're putting out and I've been there, you yeah. know, but I mean, when, when it happened to me, you know, Paul just needed a ball and, you know, and when, <laughs> well, you were on a train, we were on a train. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I didn't have a ball and unfortunately the light of my brother was very obsessed with round objects as a baby. He was attracted to anything that looked like a ball. Yeah. He had limited, vocabulary and ball was like top five Mm -hmm. so yeah anything that looked like represented might have been a ball so the bathroom door had a half round red light and when the door closed it would turn red and it would remind him that a ball was there (laughs) and he he was so tired yeah and he could i mean he was just crying and crying and crying and crying I did I was so young. I was in yeah. my early twenties. Well, I was gonna say two kids. We took this trip. I was five when we yeah. took this trip, so you were twenty four. <laughs> and PM was probably like two ish, two yep. and a half. Yep, yep. And he he was losing his shit, but the conductor just came up to me and he said, Could I have a try? And I'm like, Please. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Help me. And he held him. Yeah. And Paul Paul kind of soothed itself down. Yeah. But he literally you know, he got on and off the train with Paul, and I'm like, we're running it, we're trying to look <laughs> he's out. He's gonna window. take my screaming and I'm baby. Thinking, Where's he gonna go? He's got to get back on the train. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, I kind of had a moment where I was just able to sit, and you were like, thank God. Yeah, probably. You, you know what I mean? Um, and he brought him back in, and he was asleep. Well, so he just needed he needed Paul needed a different environment. And it was that train stopping and somebody who wasn't upset. I was I was so upset. Of course. <laughs> that was my first thought in seeing the video, reading the comments. I'm like, no one on that plane is more agitated or worried or anxious than that parent. Whoever whoever was, you know, holding that child. That's mm-hmm. the person who's feeling it 
the most. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. And that's why, I mean. Empathy goes such a long way. It I don't, really does. I don't know, it does. I don't know where it's lacking. Well, I, so think, I think we're also in a society where we really don't want to put ourselves. But I would have asked that parent. I've been in stores where I've said, can I help? Even if yeah. I push your cart. Yeah. Even if I push your cart for you. Even if I grab your groceries. You know, you just say to yeah. me, I need that. I need that. I'll do that. Yeah. I've been in the store with two children. I've, oh, it's hard. I've been in the store with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he dropped a whole ass watermelon in the shop right the one time. So do I. That's embarrassing. I, I know. And it's, yeah. And the, I remember saying to him, Paul, please don't. Paul, yep, Paul, yep. Paul, Paul. <laughs> just like the time I got it mom 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 I got it mom 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 I got it mom oh mom look what happened what the fuck you mean just like when he exploded the slurpee at the Wawa I remember oh and I remember gosh. being mortified because I've always been an anxious mess so you guys know how you have like the slurpee lid is like a half globe so you're supposed <sighs> to put that on your cup first and then you put the slurpy nozzle inside so you can fill it all the way up to the tippy top the biggest child yeah and my my little little brother was reaching and of course he had to keep going and keep going you know you got to get it all the way to the edge and it just just everywhere like a slurpy fountain yes it was cherry and it's just oh it was in my hair and the way the wawas so this is a wawa that used to be I don't know if this one's been expanded because most of them have. I don't think it has. But this Wawa is the one, if you're local, on State Road across from Del Air Landing. Yep. Because we lived near there. So it was a very tiny Wawa. And their co- their coffee station Everything. is right behind their Slurpee and Fountain Soda station. So he covered that. He covered the Tasty Cakes. <laughs> and you've... Did you clean up the watermelon at the shop, right? I don't think so. No. I think someone came out and helped. Did you we, clean up the Slurpee at the Wawa? I did clean up the Slurpee at the Wawa. Yeah. But we were, um, one of Paul's hockey moms worked there. Bar. That's true. You know, yeah. she worked at, at, ShopRite had some really, really good employees. They did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were locals. But I did not have to clean up the watermelon. But I was not going to But you would have, right? Yeah, I wasn't going to take a chance of not being able to get my cigarettes and coffee at Wawa, though. <laughs> You know what I mean? They'd be like, no, no, Maria, you got that fucking kid? Get out. And then back then, I guess the next closest Wawa would have been like Linden and Frankfurt. But that's a nice little hike if you have other shit to do. Yeah. Plus, there's a Burger King there and a Mm -hmm. dollar store. So if Mm -hmm. my brother saw those, Mm -hmm. you'd have to go into both. Exactly. (laughs) See, you know. I do. I remember. (laughs) He really dictated the way things went. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But the guy freaked out and... So the so the conversations that were coming out of it, though, I couldn't believe because, you know, this guy freaked out, which we get it. He's upset. Again, no one's saying that that wouldn't be an annoying situation. But, like, <laughs> people were making comments that basically children are meant to be controlled and right. tamed and shouldn't be in public spaces. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what limits a public space? Like, now kids can't go in the grocery store. Kids can't go out to restaurants. Yeah, they better slow their fucking roll. They're about to cancel abortions in every goddamn state. You're going to have more babies they out there. They have babies everywhere. You're saying they can't be in public spaces? <laughs> Bitch, where? I mean, <laughs> I'm totally a believer in taking kids to, like, kid-friendly movies. You know, they shouldn't yeah. be in movies that they shouldn't be watching. That's annoying. They shouldn't be... If there's fancier restaurants... Don't pick those if you're bringing a bunch of kids. There's mm-hmm. plenty of restaurants that can accommodate families, some that even have areas where kids can play. So I, I do believe in being thoughtful in those ways. But 
how do we expect children to learn how to exist especially in society if we don't let them especially in society <laughs> if we don't realize that if there was any turbulence you know was that child having ear pain yep. you know what i mean i've suffered from that being on a plane you know what i mean and i just Oh, it's just a kid, you know, and I would have been annoyed. I'd have been so yeah. fucking annoyed. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? But also, I may have, if I was up front, I might have said, dude, you want to come up here? I'll switch with you. Yeah. I, I really would have. I'm, I, I just feel like. You're at a very problem solving space in your life, it sounds. I think that I have always tried to yeah, be a problem Just trying solver. to keep the peace. Like, let's just get on with it. Well, this. I just want to go the fuck home. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And. Yeah. Me, and there's just no reason to drag stuff out. There's no reason to get louder than the baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're you're never going to solve anything. And I know what this. What game are you winning? Yeah. You're never going to solve anything by yelling at a child. I've tried that. <laughs> Didn't work out Your well, brother though. stared me down. He's like, you done? And you would say, you done? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Especially, you take a child who's already operating from, you know, a state of emotional arousal you know like they're already at their tip they're not processing they're not even processing they're just hearing noise like they're mm-hmm. hearing loud angry noise mm-hmm. and they're closed in as children well. up until the age of five or six really don't have much a concept of anybody's feelings outside of themselves they are self-centered that is right. the way we are made right. you know and these are things that you unlearn and you learn how empathy works but babies don't have that capacity right. so babies they're not worried about like they have no ability to worry about how their emotions and their behavior are right. affecting the people around them. As adults, we do have that ability, right. and it's well, no, he our, did not. He wanted the baby to, <laughs> to adjust. He wanted to him. the baby to control its behavior because he couldn't he, control his. Because he couldn't <laughs> control his. Now, granted. The baby started off first, but he... <laughs> the baby was the the instigator he, here, well, we'll like, admit it. Like, like the Rugrats, you know what I mean? No, I got it. One started it, and then the other one just kicks and cries, and kicks and cries, and kicks and cries. And sir, if you're listening, you might have been sitting in a seat, but when I was watching the video, I pictured you laying on your back <laughs> and kicking your feet and your hands screaming and annoying that baby and everyone else on the plane. I know. It was it not. It could have went differently. It was not a good it look. Could've, it could have. It all could have went differently. Everybody could have tried to sing a song. Like, there's so oh, many things that could have been done. You know, someone might have had something, you know, to... Some keys, string some, some keys. Yeah, I just feel like you. everyone wow. has a fucking But phone. imagine... Imagine being on that plane though, and that baby cries, and the plane breaks out into song. Like I've been waiting my yeah. whole life for a moment. Like, yeah, like what a is mo- the- a moment to have a musical? Yes, I that like could have been their musical moment. That could have been. I, but people need to think of better ways to handle situations that aren't really controllable. Because then we're taking it from from fear and and, and aggression to singing yeah how can you be mad when you're singing i know right well i mean i'm sure there's going to be someone who's going to complain that they don't want to hear the singing or the noise but that ain't my jam but i get (laughs) terrible song choice i get what you're saying though like we should yeah we should all be thinking of ways to you know solve a problem instead of create another one and we do all have to exist out here together here's the thing that I, i i i remember from a long time being in business you know but i also believe my father if you're not a part of the solution shut the fuck up yeah 
You know, then you're just the problem. You're, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're either going to be a part of the solution or you're just going to be the problem. And we don't need so many people being the problem. Oh, but they love it, though. We need to find solutions. Yeah. They love so, it, though. That's how I feel about it. This last one did not take place on a plane, but um, this take pl- took place on a school bus. And this was another incident and conversation I was very surprised about this week so already talking about how children don't belong in public spaces well now apparently children can't be children in their own spaces so this was a school bus driver and of course because i have so many things who got so he is driving the bus allegedly he was the substitute bus driver and the kids were, he says, unruly and running. But when you watch the video, that is not what was happening. The kids were, I saw one child sitting sideways. Maybe they weren't all sitting towards the back. So this is in Colorado. Um, so the bus driver took it upon himself. He was going nine miles an hour. He was coming upon a stop sign. And he slammed on his brakes. And in the video, in the footage the security footage of the bus you see all of the children leave the bench they all fly into the the chair in front of them right and brian fitzgerald ended up getting 30 counts of child child abuse after this incident and i saw this posted on instagram and 97 percent of the comments were in defense of the bus driver you've got to be kidding me i'm dead serious <laughs> i was fired up i'm not one of those 97 percent me either. I'm not one of those. I've had to stop a bus. I think I've already told this story. Yes. The bus driver is responsible for what's going on. And if there's something going on that's so dangerous, then pull over and stop the bus. But you don't slam on your brakes. Right. And some of those children got hurt. One well, of them had like the cervical spine. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know that it went that far. He said he right. had a neck and, and head right, pain. Right, right, right. Because one of the children hit their head on the window, but there was a mother who was interviewed that her son had recently suffered a concussion because he fell yeah. on ice and then his head slammed on the seat in front of him on this bus when the driver decided to slam on his brakes. So that is scary. I mean, you had a child who had multiple concussions and you know how scary that can be, yes. especially when you don't really know the severity of the bump that they suffered after the fact. Exactly. You know, and then and you just have to watch their behavior and cross your fingers. And I know those buses and I could see the way it was set up because that top part around is it hard. is hard. And the, the below part, it's not styrofoam. It doesn't stop the child at all. Right. It's just flat. It's just like you're, you go into it like it's, um, uh, I forget. Like a, um, like on a cushion, you know, and it just, yeah. just go right through. People know. I mean, but we all know those see, school buses. You could see the way their heads, the slammed. way they jerked and everything. Yeah. Honestly, the first thing that occurred to me when I saw so many people defending the bus driver that I was like, huh, I was like, it's so interesting that all of these people are defending a bus driver harming, hurting 30 children. And they're like, well, the bus driver needed to teach them a lesson. Like that's his, like that, like he that's his you know what i mean like he said he wanted to teach them a lesson he's the one who's in charge of the bus and i'm like oh so now we trust bus drivers to teach our kids lessons but we don't even trust the parents of trans children and gay children to make decisions about their own children right and we don't trust librarians to pick out the books that are appropriate for our kids in and the library and we don't even trust teach. teachers to teach children you know anything so like but we trust bus drivers to traumatize our children in the spirit of teaching them a lesson like what are you guys talking about 
No, I would have been that parent that would have pushed. Oh, there's a criminal suit. Oh, yeah, I would have. I definitely. Some of these children might have to testify. Multiple children were treated for cuts and bruises. One of the kids had a cell phone and immediately called home. So let me. So their parent was waiting, and the bus. But the bus driver owned it. Was very nonchalant. He. 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 He said that with his whole fucking chest. He sure did. He literally pulled up and said, "Oh, the one that was bleeding. Yeah, right? there a was child a child that was bleeding. Bleeding on their she feet. She all right? Well, I was trying to teach him a lesson. She wasn't listening. That's what you know what I mean. Sorry, yeah. I hope she ain't hurt. Yeah, you know, like he was just. It was nothing to him. But you know, she's bleeding in her face. Yeah. A little girl. If she needs stitches now, she has a scar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, there's a lot it to was, it. There was just no reason for it. And. I mean, not to, again, not to be nitpicky and go this far, but you don't know what kids have going on. You know, my older kids that I've nannied have, both of the two older ones have had very sensitive dental issues. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one blow to the mouth, you could really screw up a lot of work going on. You could really hurt somebody. And, and, And the trauma, like I know trauma sounds like such a big word and it feels like we put it on so many silly things, but... Being away from your parent, one, is can be its own type of trauma. Mm-hmm. And then being hurt in a, mu- a moving vehicle. I mean, <clears throat> I was diagnosed with PTSD after I was got into a car accident. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these kids are in this space with this driver. There's no one else there to advocate for him. They're all scared. That can be a traumatizing event. Something exactly. scary happens to you. You get physically hurt. It's lodged in your brain. Your, your adult wasn't there. Your person wasn't there to take care of you. That's a trauma. It is a trauma, and I can guarantee you that every single person who had the opposite view, where it's and just these are elementary school kids, just to be clear, exactly defending the bus driver, their children weren't on that bus. First of all, right? Okay, so that that's one. Two, if I decided that I was going to slam my brakes to teach you and your brother a lesson, and you fly in and your face hits the dash and you break your nose right and we go in and i feel like that's i say oh we were in uh (laughs) i would say we were in an accident and you're like no you slammed the brakes because me and my brother were fighting and they call the police i'm in trouble right that's abuse yeah using force using force or violence to teach someone a lesson i'm using my air quotes you are that's abuse (laughs) well see people are stuck in a box Uh and when they think they think right inside that box but at most times put yourself right into that situation and think holy fuck what if that was my kid yeah you know what if that was this what if that was that i mean i was just blown away by the shit people were saying as a nanny because i'm like there's no fucking way you'd let a nanny get away with that behavior. You you're going to say a bus driver can? If I came home, like like you said, if I came home with one of my kids, like, oh, yeah, sorry, his nose is bloody, but he kept taking his seatbelt off. Right. Like, what do you mean? Well, I taught him a lesson. He won't fucking do it again. <laughs> that would be right. crazy. Do you want to pay me extra now that I taught him a lesson? You should be <laughs> you compensating know I mean? me for these lessons. That's right. That's wild. Yeah. People are wild. So, yeah, this is, uh, this was, that's frightening. All of that that went on. All of it. What a week in travel. And I feel like all of it was just a lack of accountability. I mean... No, the bus driver did take, The bus driver did... Yeah. He did end up writing a letter to the school You're right. In, You're in right. defense of his actions, but also saying if he had the opportunity, you know, he, he would think But twice. he also... Wasn't one of his statements, though, letting everybody know that the... It, the this was the first time he had ever... Oh, this was the first time he had ever driz- driven a bus... Of, you know, typical education that he usually deals 
with children, I guess, children that are strapped into their seats, basically. And so he also... In wheel chairs. Yeah, and he also implied that um, the, the school has done such a terrible job with controlling, training. training and controlling the children. And that's the thing, though. He might not understand, or he... I mean, you don't control children. They're not meant to be you controlled. You control yourself. Right. You know what I mean? You, that's what you're supposed to do. And you're then children to... learn how to mimic those behaviors and right. learn to do and what I'm feels sure good for them. And I'm sure there are kids... Again, I think we, we had talked about this before, and I've had this issue with you guys, you know, going to school on a bus, but you, you need a fucking aid. Yeah. So, you know... What's the children ha- deserve what's an advocate. Hap- that, exactly. It's what's happening is the money isn't going where the money should be going. Right. Because... If we really care about our kids, we would make sure that there's always enough people. One person with 30 children on a bus. Yeah. One person. That's one That's overload. One adult with 30 children. I, and again. I used to follow the fucking bus. Uh, and again, we're not saying that we don't understand his frustration, that we no. don't understand his fear, no. that we don't understand... You know, That's that, that feeling of like, aid. I've already told you four times. Like, See, we all get that. Here's the thing. It's a bus driver. Mm-hmm. A bus driver. I mean, people act up on 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 regular buses. I mean, we, we've covered it for the past I mean, 45 you, minutes. People act up all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you had to see someone expose himself on a bus. Except a, you, you know what I mean? But the bus driver can't slam the brakes so he should have in that case ex- right but you know <laughs> I, I should have rung the bell i know i just isn't it crazy how when you think back to situations like that though like I, but i it's easy for me to say as a 34 year old woman what i would have done in that situation now if i was mm. on the bus and the same thing happened to me but as a 14 year old i didn't I have that you know i just feel like if you're in a county or a city or wherever you're at where they supply a bus for a school or anything that does has to do with children, maybe from a certain age down, maybe not for high schoolers. Right. You know what I mean? Um, because there's always going to be one or two high schoolers who are going to jump up and try. And I and I, I have faith in that. Yeah. And they're not all going to be bad and carrying on. Right. But I feel like when there's anything involved where a bus is involved, the school should supply somebody that should be a part of that budget that at least one person has to be on that bus yeah. for the safety of the bus driver, everyone on the streets, and those children. I mean, children... Because the bus driver has to drive. Children always deserve more people to be there advocating for them. I mean, I would argue even in the classroom, I'm not a teacher, so I don't know how that feels as a teacher to have more adults in there. I don't know if that is helpful or if that feels you know, harder, but I would imagine having extra hands to walk around, to check on things, to help people is helpful. I would imagine that having a space where you can kind of put more heads together, you know, is helpful. And it's a shame that that's really where we're failing. Our ch- I mean, we're failing our children in so many places, but you know, public education is, let's I mean, think about it. Okay. Let's even let's, private education. Cause they're not doing think, a better let's job. Just think about the scenarios of what we have going on here. Okay, so you're a nanny, and you're right now a nanny of one. Yeah. Right? We got to spend the day with him yesterday. Mm-hmm. I literally stopped everything else I was doing to sit down or be a part of that. And he was fast. Yeah. And I remember my son was fast. So there was two of us watching over one. You know what I mean? 
But now we're putting 30 kids in a classroom. We're saying to one teacher, not only do you have to keep them quiet, you have to keep them focused. focused. Yeah. And you have to make them retain all of them. You, you only get to teach one way for 30 kids. It doesn't work. I had two children and I had to do things two different ways. It doesn't I work. still have to speak to you guys two different ways. I have to use two different ways to explain things mm-hmm. and vice versa. And I could never be a teacher. Well, I think something got lost, you know, over the years is that there is a such thing as equality, obviously. Yes, as humans, human to human, we are all equal. We are all worthy of the same respect, the same education, the same rights, etc. But where that gets lost is we are all very different and it's like in order to recognize equality it's like a a blanket was thrown over it where it's like okay well equal means everybody meeting a certain standard but that's not what equal means equal means that we all deserve the same things Mm -hmm. and we're all worthy of the same things but we're all going to go about getting those things or acquiring those things in different ways we're all going to learn differently absorb differently exist differently encounter people differently no two people have the same experience even if you've you know lived life together everyone experiences things so different and that's where society's kind of stuck it's like this equal versus i don't even know well i mean you could look at it if you you have siblings you can see the difference you know what i mean yeah the the difference of everybody but you know what i mean yeah but kids that grow up in the same house and they're all different we're all different people there's no two people who are the same (laughs) it's just not a thing but we are all equal and we all do deserve the right to make decisions about ourselves and we all deserve the right to be whoever we are and want to be as long as we're not bringing harm to anyone else exactly and that are our rights and in that sense we are equal right but no two of us are alike Mm-mm. that's a whole different thing. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been fun gossiping with you, girl, about all the hey, craziness that goes hey. down out there. It is. And again, we're glad to be back. We are glad that you're here listening. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, we are going to, we haven't, we're not just going to completely leave Vanderpump to the side. We'll be, we'll be checking in, but we won't be doing the full our full Monday episode. Right. I like, Vanderpump. right. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying the Vanderpump. I've got her. I've ro- I've roped her in. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get away from, we're, we're rewatching some stuff and I'm not a Jax fan. Yeah. Nobody's really a Jax fan. His voice gets on my but nerves. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, and subscribe if you enjoy what you hear and then check out the Etsy page at oversharing. See some of the stuff in the gift shop. And that's that. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.